What's up, everybody? This is Gabby. And KT. And this is Building Our Power. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you leave a review. Today, <laughs> we're going to talk about a couple of things. It's kind of going to be all over the place. But um, I saw a tweet like a couple minutes ago um, that was about, you know, with more people finding out that they fit the criteria for having anxiety disorder ADHD and depression. If these things are so common, why are they still labeled as disorders? And KT had a hypothesis and uh, tied it to capitalism. So I'd like you to express uh, what you think about it. So um, just to make it really like short and simple... Those are considered disorders because they're things that make it hard for you to function in a capitalistic society. If you have anxiety, depression, blah, 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 then you can't go to work and work like a quote-unquote normal person, a.k.a. be uh, punished with labor for the rest of your life. So I think that the reason why those are considered disorders is not because... They are, like, necessarily disorders of the brain, which they are. But, like, I think that society in and of itself categorizes that as a a disorder more often because you're not able to function as well in capitalist with with those disorders. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or those Uh, illnesses, I guess I should say. Right. And, um... Something I was thinking about, too, I watch, what's his name? Situational Situational therapist. Yeah. He was talking about, he was relying it to, uh, you know, parents that bring their kids to a therapist um, in order to fix them. And most, most of the time, the problem is a situation or an environment that's going on with the family. So it's like parents are wanting a diagnosis so they can just blame it on that, give the folks some medicine, and they don't have to change. And I think that's the bigger picture issue with uh, living in a capitalist society or just a a society with so much injustice that um, we know, especially as a black person, that seeing and hearing and knowing that you can be killed um, any day now just from a, a regular routine police stop will obviously uh, invoke anxiety. Yeah. Okay. And there's nothing that I can do to change that fact. Okay. So I'm going to go to a therapist. I'm going to be uh, diagnosed with anxiety. I may get some medicine, and it'll kind of help to put a Band-Aid on the overarching issue. And so I think that's probably that's kind of what's going on. Like, we're seeing all this stuff going on with social media and stuff like that. Nothing is hitting. We see the, the horrible of humanity in full display. Um, the economy is going to trash. The world is coming to trash. So all of us are dealing with this influx of just negative information so obviously we're all going to suffer with some of these things and so I I think that's really what it is um I do think that the mental health world 
if they want to be real about it, is going to have to come to terms with just being real with their patients and letting them know, hey, this is this is just a symptom of capitalism in the world. I can only give you the tools to help you navigate it. I can't fix you because I can't fix the world. You know, and I think I that's kind of like, how we have to see it. I feel like, yeah, that's a, that's definitely something that how they should frame it because I remember, like, I went to therapy my very first time, and I went to this man and I was having a really, really, really hard time, like really hard time, uh, trigger warning, suicidal, blah, blah, blah. And so um, during that time, he just told me, well, it just seems like you're, you're having a normal reaction to something that's stressful. Now, to me, that was like one of the more stressful times in my life. And I definitely needed something then at that point to help me along. But I do think that once someone has the mental capacity, you know, because people are still getting spankings these days, um, that they should be able to process that line of thought. Because during that time, if somebody would have told me that, I would have been pissed off. Mm -hmm. I would have been really pissed off. Like, okay, uh, that doesn't help me either. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, I mean, I, obviously I knew that capitalism was bad, but at the same time, I needed help then. Yeah, yeah, but, but I do. Do you kind of see though how uh, we were kind of having this conversation about how certain things are getting co-opted by the liberals about you know self care, self care, and yeah. going to therapy and stuff like that. Do you think now that the therapists are a tool of the state to keep us sedated, like you said, and just to keep us working and happy enough to uh, be productive? I mean, yeah, that's the purpose of them. That's that's really the purpose of them. They, um, I think therapists, too, they're kind of like a restaurant. You go into them, they fix your original problem, and then they send you on your way. With, like, a restaurant, they go in, you get your food, or you fix your quote-unquote problem that you're hungry, and then you go on your way. So therapists are kind of the same way. Um, it, it's really hard to have, like, a long-term therapist even because I feel like they only want to focus on one issue. And then once they've solved that one issue, then at that point, again, they're going to send you on your way. And so, honestly, uh, definitely therapy is, uh, is, is to make the state better, but also on the same spectrum of that, um, it does also allow people to have access to resources that they may not have before. Like, for instance, me... Uh, when I was working, I did have, uh, like, ADA paperwork, which said that, you know, I was uh, mentally ill, and there's certain times where I'm just going to have to get up and leave, and there's nothing more that I can do about that. And so I do think that at the same time that it can be a tool, it can also be a tool for the person that's suffering. Right. Yeah, I think it's twofold. And yeah. and obviously, this is not telling people to not go to therapy because... Right. Good Lord, we still need it. But it's just coming into it with the frame point of this person isn't going to change my life. They're going to help me navigate the trashness. Now, with stuff like family, maybe they can encourage you to cut people off that you need to. But in a capitalist society, obviously, they're limited in what they can do. But I just wanted us to discuss that real fast because I saw that tweet and I thought that that was... Um, an interesting little conversation. Okay, let's go to Patrice Colors from Black Lives Matter because, Lord Jesus. What's happening? She was on a show with Mark Lamont Hill, like in an interview. Okay. The thing that caught me is because, you know, we call building our power. 
So, uh, Patrice said that Black Lives Matter is not a charity organization. It is a power-building organization. Mm. Power-building. I said somebody must have watched our little podcast or something. Because <laughs> I, I want to say one thing, and then we're going to go to the next thing. Power-building for whom? Themselves. Power-building for whom? We're trying to figure out how we can get our little dollars together and and find out ways to create our own little self-sustaining stuff. Is that what you're doing? And I put a tweet out. I'm like, building power for who? Have you been over here with the HR 40 thing trying to get us reparations? Are you over here trying to get us a uh, $17 minimum wage? Are you over here with Bernie Sanders trying to figure that out? Are you over here trying to um, disperse money because you know folks still ain't got no job during the pandemic? Again, we've already discussed this stuff. But is she the one that had like four houses? Yeah, that's the one. Oh my! Oh, that's the one with four houses. And and they say y'all don't want black people. Y'all want black people to struggle. (laughs) People can be so manipulative. And it. Just the and it just that's what makes me mad because nobody believes them. But the fact that they even came out of your mouth, you acting like somebody saw you with a hundred thousand dollar house and said, "Who? Ooh, she shouldn't have that. She shouldn't have that. You got four houses, millions of dollars. What the heck? Why in the world? I don't care. People say it's just because they're capitalizing off the." If you're working as a service to others, you do not need a $4 million houses when pe- black people in America are in poverty and dying. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm just against it all together. And those, and you know, that's all I can say. We've already talked about it. If you want to hear more about us talking about it, we have an episode called Black Lives Matter is over. You can check that out. So, um... The main thing I did want to talk about, though, is, um, you know, last week... We kind of got an influx of um, new videos uh, that showed, you know, instances of deadly police force. Um, Derek Chauvin, with a white lady, killed the boy, said she thought it was a taser, that she was shooting at him. And then Adam Toledo, the little 13-year-old boy that was killed by the police in less than 0.8 seconds after he dropped his gun. So... Obviously, there's been calls for protests. Lord God, have we not learned nothing? I feel like some people just so into tradition and just doing so. Okay, somebody died. We got to go outside. I feel like they don't take time to just sit and think about, okay, what what happened the last time we did this? Was there any progress? Was there any change? If not, what can we do differently? What do you mean the last time we did this? Like, are you talking about last year? Well, I mean, year? I mean, not even last year. Like, from Obama years. Like, 10 right. years ago. Well, 10 years ago. But mainly last year because that was, like, the biggest ones. And it's like, as far as my city, Memphis, Tennessee, there has been no change at all. Oh, nothing. If anything, the mayor has become more emboldened. They over here saying they're going to reimagine the police. They had the FBI bringing federal uh, agents over here 
to do gang union units and all they doing is is stopping folks that for traffic stops and stuff like that. Like literally nothing has changed. It's gotten worse. And people here are still saying, let's go out and protest. Why? I don't understand that. I don't understand that either. Is it to me it's I feel like at this point, it's almost like a uh, almost like a trauma response. It's like, okay, well, these people were murdered, so let's just go ahead and run out there and uh, uh, scream at the top of your lungs. Like that's definitely valid. I I would definitely understand that. But at the same time, like there's got to be some kind of process or some kind of like changing thing that's gonna make a difference. And so. So, Gabby, what do you think we should do in order to, um, you know, get past the protesting? What do you think would make a difference? I personally uh, want to start just investing on black folks having guns and assault rifles. Because now in Tennessee, apparently they're going to make it so we don't even need permits. I just want all these black folks to walk around with assault rifles and... When you see somebody getting pulled over, just like the Black Panthers back in the day, we just post up and wait for them to do something. Even though, obviously, our little guns cannot do nothing against a doggone military-grade uh, weapons. No, because that ain't what you said at first. I think that at least for, one, showing the community that we will not back down. Y'all not finna treat us like no punks. And then at least putting a little bit of intimidation into the police officers is the best we can do. Because right now, nothing else is going to work. There is nothing. Unless we go up there, we start marching up there with our AR-15 to uh, corporation buildings that fund the mayor, maybe, and start, uh, you know, creating nuisances and whatever legally until the, the folks is like, hey, Mayor Strickland, you got to do something about this. Well, he could send the fleet of the police officers Exactly together. my point. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Gabby, okay, so there was a conversation that we had about peaceful protests. I'm going to wrap it up here because you're – Going on a rant, I'm but what's your uh, no? Okay, so that's what I was about to let you know is that yes, you can definitely go out there and you can have guns on top of guns on top of guns. You can do protests, peaceful protests. You can do this, this, and this. And our original conversation was that you were just going to intimidate the police with additional guns. And to to me, that just does not make any sense at all because. There are, are literal, um, there's, there's police violence whenever these police are pulling people over and people are just trying to get their wallet out of the car. Police su suspect that it's a gun, and at that point, police kill them. So police are not scared of other guns, and if they are, it's at the point where they're already being extremely violent with them. And so I think that's, like, useless to do. No, what I'm not saying they're going to get scared. I'm just saying if we're in an instance where it's like Derek Chauvin, okay, and some pop off and the police end up shooting somebody, well, at least you get everybody else over there and they can take care of the business, and then at least there'll be some type of retribution, hopefully. Because right now... 
These people are getting away with this and going on about their lives. They're, go- they're going to until it's abolished, though. That's what I'm saying. They're you going don't even to need... until it's abolished. But I'm saying you at can't... least we can do some type of civilian justice. But you wow, can't. There. That's the thing. If you do. So here's the I thing I mean, about... if you do, you're going to get shot and killed. Too. Obviously. At least, like... at least they will be off this way. Okay, but listen to me. This is what I'm saying is that police... It's just, it's just like you work in a job, okay? If you go to a job and you have issues with that job... Uh, the laws, quote-unquote, or the rules of that job are going to be over your mental health or your whatever. So, for instance, let's say, for instance, that the police are doing what they're, you know, obviously doing and being very violent. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they have laws and they have rules that protect them over us. So it doesn't matter. You can be out here and you can have an AK-47 put put on people's head every two minutes. It doesn't matter because police don't care. The only thing they're going to do is either you're going to get shot or you're going to get jailed, and that doesn't make any difference for us. The only possible way for us to make any difference Mm -hmm. is if we burn every single one of these buildings down. Okay, well, do that while you're getting down the, 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 the kerosene and the lighting fluid together. I'm going to do the little gun thing at the no, same time. No, listen, we, we burn every single one of these buildings down. We burn down the, uh, what do you call those, the prisons. We completely <laughs> wipe burn it. down the prison with the folks inside? No, we get them out first. I'm saying we need to just, we need to just cut it out. Now, listen, now I understand 100%. You, you know, know when you get when you get with these uh, radical communists and anarchist people, you know they like talking about the end of times, like a Christian. What the? No. I'm talking about something that can be done today. Okay, but if you get a gun, what's that gonna do? If we get a gun, here's here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. Okay, here's scenario. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. just like the Black Panthers. Okay, a, a a man is stopped by the police. Okay. Okay. Somebody gets wind of it. They call everybody up. Hey. Over here on I forty eastbound, they didn't stop somebody. Y'all pull up. Okay. Everybody pull up, park on the side with the AK. Just watching. The point ain't to kill nobody. The point is that a police officer, a police officers, ain't finna try nothing shady. With five folks standing beside them, even if they get five folks, they still not going to try nothing shaded because they know folks is crazy. Okay, so I raise you this. <clears throat> so in one of the protests that I was watching, um, the police were behind a fence, and then the protesters were on the other side of the fence. The police had tanks and were shooting they weren't shooting at first, but all of a sudden, a protester throws a firebomb, some kind of fire, over um, to the police, which is very tiny. It didn't make any damage to the police, nothing. And then the police start open firing on them with tanks and two uh, machine guns, basically. So my thing is, it's like even if you did do that, Again, it does not matter. They are not intimidated by civilians because they have power. They are in power. And that's the thing. They're not intimidated by the buildings burning either. But but that would harm them more than you standing over there with a gun. But would it? 
My thing is, here, this is my ultimate thing. If we're talking about a real revolution, <clears throat> clear on the front. We're going to have to team up with one of these uh, outside. G-O-V-E-R-M-E-N-T-S. Because they the only ones that get the manpower to actually do something. Even if we get everybody with our AKs and Glocks and this, that, and the other rocket launchers or whatever, you ain't finna beat the, the doggone U.S. military. Can't nobody beat the U.S. military. I say we start another Cold War. Cold War Part 2. Oh, good. We don't want to end y'all on that to say that this hope is... We're gonna start a Cold War Part Two if you want to be a part of the Cold is, War. But this is this is this is what I want to end. This is what I want to end at because it's about building our power. This ain't about depressing our people. It's not dumb. It's bop. There are certain things that we can do to protect ourselves, and that's all I'm going to say. This ain't gonna change the cop. This ain't gonna change nothing. This ain't gonna change a thing. I say. Get a gun. Because they're going to shoot you regardless if they think that you're a threat. So you might as well get you a good one in before whatever happens, happens. So I'm going to see if I can team up with some people in Memphis and just do a program where we help folks get guns, myself included. Uh, but also, guys, don't forget, uh, there's been this conversation surrounding Vosh ContraPoints that we've already talked about, about how these big white people are not doing mutual aid or whatever. Um, mutual aid is very important. Mutual aid ain't got to be no big grand thing um, at first. But I do want to encourage everybody to look out for each other and, you know, help people out in need. There's people on Twitter, again, I'll find some links, uh, that are just trying to... Uh, Fill their GoFundMe just so they can survive another day. So that's very important. Um, we eventually are going to um, start raising funds so that we can uh, partner up with some organizations and uh, give supplies as well as literature and books uh, to people in need around the city. And um, that's really all we can do, guys. We are literally all that we have. If you ain't noticed now, the government don't care. Joe Biden asked don't care. Nobody cares. It's only us. So we have to keep the faith and know that ultimately with there's power in numbers. Now I know what I said. But there is legitimately power in numbers. So all you have to do is educate yourself, educate your peers and keep it spreading around. And eventually we're going to make it out here. It may not be in our lifetimes or our children's, but definitely in our grandchildren's lifetime. We want to make the ground fertile for them to be able to uh, go on and get this revolution popping because, uh, you know, America is uh, a demonic state and needs to be eradicated immediately. KT is trying to wrap me up, but I'm trying to preach my message because KT was just going to leave y'all on some, uh, the, the, the world is going to end and there's nothing that you can do. I'm not pausing this episode. KT trying to make me pause this episode. Anyways, any words you have? I have no words, girl. You said it all. KT has no words because she just wants y'all to be depressed. I love y'all. No, that's not. Um, this has been building our power. Make sure you hit us up on social media at Building Our PWR. 
Don't hit up KT because uh, I don't know what she got going on. But you can hit me up at Gabby's Music. KT has a whole new brand new website selling plushies and stuff. She don't want y'all to know about that at KTDoesArt.com. I shouldn't have even said it. But uh, we love you. Uh, make sure you hit us up. And thank you. Bye.